Welcome to This Youth Generation, working to improve the quality of life for youth in our community. I'm your host, Dion D. Price, author and youth life skills coach. I'm looking forward to engaging you on the topic of critical issues concerning today's youth generation by way of informative edutainment through storytelling, discussion, and interviews. If you're a parent, educator, or youth worker, this program will be a valuable resource for you. Let's get to it. This Youth Generation, Life of a Youth Worker, Dion Price. This episode is based on a column entitled The Value of Fear that was recently published, This Youth Generation. So this week, I had a very interesting conversation with a group of young men in an engagement program in the Tenderloin area of San Francisco. And this is probably a conversation that has occurred in, in, in other youth programs dealing with young male or transitional age youth. We raise the issue of fear and what is healthy fear. Most of the young men I spoke to clearly indicated they were fearless. It was absolutely not okay on any occasion and any reason for them to be fearful of anything, which is pretty common in young black men. As our conversation progressed, I asked them if they value their life. Most of them said yes. Next question, do you wear a seatbelt when you're in a car? More of them said yes. So we concluded that the reason you wear a seatbelt is because when you're riding in a car, you fear the consequences of getting into a car accident and losing your life. Therefore, you fear losing your life. So therefore, you take the precaution of wearing a seatbelt. Most of them. We got some knuckleheads that think it's too uncool to wear seatbelts. We talked about that too. But the reality of it is most people wear seatbelts because they value their life and they fear the consequence of getting into an accident and going through the windshield, losing your life because you simply didn't take that necessary precaution. You can be seriously hurt or killed if you don't take the necessary precaution of wearing a seatbelt. So we drew that conclusion. This is a great example of a healthy fear. You simply take the necessary precaution to prevent potential danger to yourself. Avoiding unnecessary confrontations that could escalate into violence is the same situation. How many young men would still be alive today and free if they would have simply apply that very basic conflict resolution or precaution of taking necessary precaution to avoid danger. Here's an interesting description of fear from the website jw.org. As commonly used, fear means an expectation of harm or pain, generally a painful emotion characterized by alarm, dread, deceit, However, fear may also mean a calm recognition or consideration of whatever may injure or damage such recognition causing one to exercise reasoned caution and intelligent foresight. So basically wisdom and recognition of fear makes you pause and think about the consequences of what could occur. That just makes sense. Right. And that seemed to be something that young people do not possess. The code of the day for young people seemed to be to earn respect by invoking fear on others through physically threatening presence or a ruthless reputation. Right. 
There's also a dangerous mindset of living carelessly, sometimes dangerously, because you only live once. Basically, a, a high-risk, reckless lifestyle. So today's youth see fear as a weakness, when actually fear is a protection. If you value something, then you fear losing it. The most common response I get when I talk about this to young people is today's young people have this mentality like whatever happens, happens. If it's your time, it's your time. Something's going to happen, it's going to happen anyway. This popular mindset is flawed and it indicates that you have no control over the outcome when you do because outcomes are determined by your choices, the choices you make. So if you are wise in your choices, then the likelihood of something dangerous or, or harmful happening decreases when you use wise discernment as in the definition that we just heard of fear. If I value my life, I fear my life, I fear losing my life because I value my life, I'm not going to jump in a car with somebody that I know has been drinking because I value my life and I fear losing my life, the consequence, right? It's that simple logic. This type of fraud and reckless mindset sends more young people to their early grave or in prison. And it sometimes demeans the relevance of good decision-making. A more accurate perception is the choices that you make will determine the quality of your life, put simple. If you value your life, then you won't drink and drive, abuse drugs, or live a dangerous, reckless, violent lifestyle. It's that simple. Because of what I witnessed in my upbringing in the most violent time, in my opinion, to be in Los Angeles was during the heart of the crack epidemic. And I was going through high school at the time. Dorsey High School, after a football game, at that time, the gang and drug wars were out of control. There was murders and drive-bys on a regular basis. It was absolutely uh, traumatizing and paranoid for me to even get to school back and forth because there was so much violence going on. After a high school football game, my group of homeboys from high school said, let's go to this after party. After party, my question was where? The party was on 54th Street. Well, at that time, one of the largest gangs and most ruthless gangs in that time during the mid 80s was called the Rolling Sixties. So I'm not a genius, but you know, 54th Street, that, you know, it's pretty close to 60. I ain't going. <laughs> Man, they called me all kind of punk. You, you they, they, they ridicule you, sissy, you punk, you scared. I'm like, I didn't care. You call me wherever the hell you want to. I ain't going to no house party on 54th Street these days. I ain't doing it. But these Superman, they, these knuckleheads, they went. And I let them go on about their business. That night, my mother got my attention. Something happened on the news. It was 11 o'clock at night. It was late. Somebody had shot up a party. I knew it. She didn't have to tell me. I knew it was already on the news, helicopters, live news brought. Several young people were shot. Many of them unfortunately lost their lives because of an open, multiple shooting at a house party on 54th Street, the very same party that I was just invited to. To this day, it's called the 54th Street Massacre. And I would have been right there had I not been afraid to fear, had I not valued my life, and had I not used that necessary precaution that was motivated by fear of consequences to cause me to make a wise decision to pass on that, op that opportunity for a social event that turned tragic. These things happen, young folks. And we as parents, mentors, 
and coaches have to really instill these and encourage our young people. It's okay to fear, right? It is okay. My protective instinct saved my life. And I think many of young people today need to instill this protective instinct and not be persuaded or misled by their peers to stand strong and say, okay, I, I value my life. I'm afraid to go in that because I'm afraid that something might pop off. I'm okay with that. And we should all be okay with healthy fear. When I share this story with young people in, this life, in several life skills workshops, then they begin to start sharing other stories of how they made decisions that could have gotten them into a trouble or stories about them passing on events when something bad happened and they're using their, their, their instinct or their intuition or their good judgment. So then they start realizing, okay, sometimes you have to make good decisions because you got to see what is hidden and hear what is not said. So now we see how we can plant those seeds and young people can start seeing the value of healthy fear and, and knowing when and when not to choose to participate in certain activities. The wisdom of having healthy fear, it inspires you to consider the consequences of your actions. Adapting the healthy fear along with the touch of critical thinking will result in improving the quality of your life. Just a thought, just a message. This your generation, Dion Price, just a humble servant trying to make a difference. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this program, download the podcast or subscribe to the channel. We appreciate your support.